Welcome to SCOTUS Talk. I'm Amy Howe. Thanks for joining us. It was a busy day at the Supreme Court on Monday. The justices issued orders from their June 20th conference, followed by four opinions in argued cases. Let's start with a quick look at the opinions. In Yanku versus Brunetti, by a vote of 6-3, to three, the justices struck down a provision of federal trademark law that bars the registration of scandalous or immoral trademarks. The question came to the court in the case of Eric Brunetti, an artist and entrepreneur who wanted to trademark the letters F-U-C-T for his clothing line. In an opinion by Justice Elena Kagan, the court explained that the government can't discriminate against speech based on the ideas or opinions that the speech expresses. But that's exactly what the ban does, the court reasoned. For example, it bans trademarks that approve of drug use but allows trademarks that discourage it. Chief Justice John Roberts, along with Justices Stephen Breyer and Sonia Sotomayor, argued that the government could refuse to give Brunetti the trademark by interpreting the the term scandalous to apply only to profanities, like the letters F-U-C-T. In United States v. Davis, the justices divided five to four in striking down a federal law that makes it a crime to use or carry a gun during a crime of violence. The law defines a crime of violence to include crimes that involve a substantial risk that physical force will be used against someone or something. But that definition, Justice Neil Gorsuch wrote for the majority, is so vague that it violates the Constitution for two related reasons. First, only Congress, not unelected judges and prosecutors, gets to decide what's a crime. And second, the statute doesn't give people enough information about what kinds of conduct will be considered criminal. Gorsuch was joined by the court's four liberal justices, Justices Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, and Elena Kagan. Justice Brett Kavanaugh dissented in an opinion that was joined by Roberts and Justices Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito. Kavanaugh suggested that the decline in violent crime was linked, at least in part, to gun laws like this one. He complained that the ruling will make it harder to prosecute violent gun crimes in the future, and will likely mean that thousands of inmates who committed violent gun crimes will be released far earlier than Congress had specified when it passed the law. Gorsuch also wrote Monday's decision in Food Marketing Institute versus Argus Leader Media. The case involved the interpretation of Exemption 4 of the Freedom of Information Act, which allows the government to withhold confidential commercial or financial records submitted to administrative agencies. The Argus Leader, a newspaper in South Dakota, filed a FOIA request with the Department of Agriculture for information about the food stamp program, known as SNAP, as part of an investigation into SNAP-related fraud. The department gave the paper the names and addresses of the stores that participate in SNAP, but, citing Exemption 4, it wouldn't give the paper information about how much money each store received for participating. In an opinion that was joined by Roberts, Thomas, Alito, Kagan, and Kavanaugh, Gorsuch concluded that the government didn't have to give the paper the data. For purposes of the exemption, Gorsuch reasoned, the term confidential means commercial or financial information that its owner treats as private and provides to the government with assurances that it will be treated as such. Breyer, along with Ginsburg and Sotomayor, would have added a third requirement. In his view, the government could only withhold the information if releasing it would also cause real economic harm to the business owner. Alito had the court's opinion in the Dutra Group versus Batterton, the case of a deckhand whose hand was badly injured when a hatch blew open while he was working on a vessel owned by the Dutra Group. The deckhand, Christopher Batterton, sued the company, seeking both compensatory and punitive damages. By a vote of six to three, 
The court ruled that Batterton could not recover punitive damages for injuries allegedly caused by the unseaworthiness of the vessel on which he was working. Ginsburg dissented in an opinion joined by Breyer and Sotomayor. Before issuing opinions on Monday, the justices also granted review in eight cases, adding five hours of new arguments to their merits docket for the fall. Three of those cases, which will be argued together, arise from a provision of the Affordable Care Act that creates a mechanism to reimburse health insurance companies for money that they lost providing insurance to customers who were already sick. But when Congress restricted the funding that would be available to pay the insurers, the insurance companies went to court. One insurance company told the justices that Congress's actions amounted to a bait-and-switch of staggering dimensions in which the government has paid insurers $12 billion less than what was promised. The justices did not act on the government's petitions, asking them to weigh in on whether the Trump administration can end the program known as Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, or DACA, which allows undocumented immigrants who came to the United States as children to apply for protection from deportation. The court also didn't act on Alabama's appeal of a lower court ruling that struck down a ban on what the state calls dismemberment abortions and doctors refer to as dilation and evacuation abortions. The method is used for almost all abortions at 15 weeks of pregnancy or later, but it accounts for only about 7% of all abortions in Alabama. The justices will be back on Wednesday to release more opinions. They still have eight cases to decide, including some that could be the biggest ones of the term. For example, on partisan gerrymandering and the legality of the Trump administration's decision to add a question about citizenship to the 2020 census. So they're likely to add at least one more day of opinions this week. And when they are finally finished releasing opinions, we expect them to release another set of orders, which could include action on the petitions in the DACA cases and the Alabama abortion case. That's another episode of SCOTUS Talk. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Case Text, our sponsor, and thanks to our production team, Andrew Hamm, Edith Roberts, and John Levitan.